Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, we go back to Monday Night Raw, a great Monday Night Raw, and talk about our favorite matches from what we saw Monday night. Also, for a first time ever on Busted Open, Chelsea Green joins us right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You know what, Bully? Seriously? Another good Monday Night Raw? I don't know what to do with myself now. Another good Monday Night Raw last. I got nothing to bitch about on a Tuesday morning. What's the world coming to? Strong matches last night. Yeah, real strong matches. (laughs) Snug matches. Stiff matches last night. Holy shnikey balls. Did Sheamus and Priest beat the snot out of one another? I mean, you talked about, Bully, about going up against Monday Night Football. And maybe they didn't do a great job of promoting what was actually on the show last night other than what opened the show that led to the main event of the show, just like last week involving Lashley and Big E. But, Bully, it was, it was if you started watching Monday Night Raw at 8 p.m. Eastern time, despite what was going on in the world of the NFL, very difficult to switch off a Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, I like the way they opened up. They, they promised you at Extreme Rules they were going to open up with Big E versus Bobby Lashley. Um, we get the match. We get, an, uh, you know, they're rocking and rolling. We think we're about to get some sort of a finish. The Hurt Business get involved. The New Day get involved. A lot of good stuff from the beginning, thread throughout the show, paid off in the end with a steel cage match. When you can get a storyline thread throughout the show, get the strong wrestling that we got from a variety of different matches, it's going to make for a great Monday Night Raw. The problem with Raw is this, and me and you were just talking about it before we came on the air. We, we, We normally talk about very little but the one thing that you had mentioned, if you take the Big E match and you take the Priest uh, and uh, Sheamus match, you take the AJ Styles 
and carry uh, AJ Styles and Riddle match. You take the main event in the cage. You pepper in a couple of backstage or a couple of in-rings. And you cut that down to two hours. You have a very, very good show that's very easy to watch. It's that third hour that's just a killer. The third hour of anything. As a matter of fact, when Raw went on last night, I even said to Velvet, I go, okay, here comes three hours of my life. Where I have to sit down and watch it. And no, people, I don't DVR. I don't fast forward through commercials. I don't do it. I, I'm an old dinosaur who does it the old-fashioned way, the way it should be done. I try to give myself the same experience that the people in the arena would. The people in the arena don't have the opportunity to fast forward through anything. But still, thought it was a good show. Yeah, and and I and that third hour, and we've talked about this a lot, and it's there's nothing that's going to change from that. That's when you start getting into the world of some filler. And on a three-hour show, there's going to be filler. But it's so... I don't know if the word is unfortunate, but it's amazing, Bully, that we're this close to the draft. And that's when Monday Night Raw decided to really fire their bullets and put on very good shows. I mean, they're on a streak now of three very good to great Monday Night Raws in a row. Where was this, you know, six months ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago? Think about it. Think about what you just asked me. You said, where were these good shows six months, a year ago? What is going on right now that the WWE can consider competition in one way, shape, or form? Yeah, it's AEW. It's, and it's and Monday week. Night Football. And Monday Night Football. It's, this, it's, it's really Monday Night Football. And Bully, we're used to, and doing this show now for almost 13 years, Doug and I used to call it the fall of the fall for the WWE. It's almost like when you got to the end of September, that's when the WWE would kind of, you know, screech and put their brakes on. And, you know, for the next couple of months, you would get mediocre programming knowing what they were up against. And that is not happening right now. As soon as Monday Night Football started, and and you do have to mention AEW as far as like AEW being a part of the mainstream press over the last couple weeks. I'll throw it in there, though. I do think the biggest thing is the direct competition of Monday Night Football. The WWE has decided to do the opposite. They have decided to put their best... Hey, look at last night. The perfect example. They promoted the fact... We're going to start off Monday Night Raw before the kickoff of A20 of the Eagles and the Cowboys. We're going to give you a world championship match between Big E and Bobby Lashley. The, uh, kudos to the WWE putting their best foot forward last night. Well, it's just a smart way to deliver your product on television when you're, while keeping the ratings in mind. First 20 minutes of Monday Night Raw is going to go unopposed by Monday Night Football. So they, they wet your whistle. They, they give you just a taste of Big E and Bobby Lashley. You get the non-finish, but then you definitely want to stick around to see what happens in the main event because now it's going to happen in a steel cage. Yep. And you know damn well somebody in that company, if not everybody in that company, is listening to this show because they finally got it fucking right last night with connecting the dots. Adam Pierce comes out after the DQ and basically lays down the law 
for what we're going to see later on in the night. Remember just last week, <clears throat> I had a problem with one of the matches and I said, why couldn't they just give 30 seconds to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville to, to, to tighten this up? That's exactly what they did last night. And it made all the sense in the world. I kind of call it like the adjectives or the adverbs of pro wrestling. Yeah, we got tons of nouns and we have tons of verbs, but it's those adjectives and those adverbs that connect all of those, you know, uh, you know, action words and, uh, you know, people, place, and things words. It's like an English class here this morning. No, but How'd you it's, do in English? It's... How'd you do in English class? You don't look like somebody who would have accelerated in English. Uh, I actually uh, did pretty well. I And I excelled at English. I didn't accelerate at English. Hello. I didn't say accelerate. I said excelled. <laughs> You <laughs> said accelerated, um, but that's you know what I'm doing the show with you, so I think we're in the same boat when it comes to that. It's all downhill uh, from here. <laughs> but you know we we talk about it, dotting your eyes and crossing your t's, bully. Like if you want us to be into your product, you got to give us a reason to be into your product. If you want us to stick and stay for three hours, you got to give us a reason to put on that TV and sit in front of our TV for three hours. They did that last night. Hey, they start off with a championship match, like you said, interference. And how many times have we seen that? Interference from the outside. What usually happens, Bully, when there's interference from the outside, then it becomes a tag team match or a six-man tag team. There is a formula that Raw went by that they always did. It's like, all right, so now I'm going from a championship match to a tag team match. Now I've com I'm completely lost all interest. No, now they're doing it the right way. There's interference from the outside, so now we're going to prevent interference from the outside, and we're going to put this match in the main event slot on the show in a cage. Smart booking decision, like you said. You connected the dots by having Adam Pearce out come out with the microphone in hand to make that announcement, and that's a reason why all right, I can't turn off this TV show because there's going to be a story, and you saw the... The vignettes with Lashley in the back and everything. The interview with Big E in the back where, all right, a little bit of the story leading up to the main event. Man, I, I say this all the time, Bully, when we get a good show from Monday Night Raw. Why can't they do this every week? But now they've done it three weeks in a row. And I think moving forward, hopefully, 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 you're going to see more of this. Right around the corner is the draft, so it's going to shake things up and give everybody in creative new matchups, new rivalries, new storylines, yada, yada. This, I am seeing also a sense of urgency from the boys within the ring. Their physicality, their pacing, how seriously they're taking it. Uh, I don't ever see WWE talent going through the motions, but every once in a while, it's very easy to just go out there and get the job done and go home and not really have a gun to your head. If you watched last night, just the run-in alone by the New Day right off the bat when they came in against the Hurt Business, <clears throat> everybody was throwing. Those were live rounds that were coming. There was a lot of action. There was a lot of good stuff going on. I really got the feeling, you know, that the New Day were sitting in the back on high alert just in case. They always got Big E's back. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, we, we see... Um, Shelton Benjamin and um, help, help, uh, help Cedric Alexander and Cedric Alexander at ringside all making eye contact with Bobby Lashley and like oh my god are they putting the hurt business back together hurt business hurt business boom and then everybody gets into a big scuffle for a half a second there I was like look at this shit 
bait and switch. And now they're going to give us a six man in the main. And then when Pierce came out, I was like, thank God. Yep. Good job, man. That's the way you do it. No, no, no. There's not going to be any interference. Now we're going to throw it in a cage. And yeah, they tried to interfere later on in the match, but then the New Day came down. They fought off to the back. Strong, clean win in the middle in the main event for Big E with his finish off the top rope. And as he's celebrating, Drew's music hits. And now we have a, a tiny bit of a cliffhanger like, wow, what's about to go on with Drew and Big E? I guess I'll have to tune in next week to find out. That's all we're asking for. Those are the threads. Make me want to watch next week. And I want to see what Drew... Listen, I'm not as high on Drew as I once was, but I have a funny feeling that Drew is going to go in a different direction. Yeah, and Bully, I, I can't agree with you more. When they were eyeing each other, when the Hurt Business was eyeing you know, the New Day, I'm like, all right, this is quintessential WWE. They're going to cut the break right now, and then when they come back from break, we're going to see everybody in the ring in a tag match. But then Adam Pearce comes out, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Because now we're actually going to get some kind of conclusion in a championship match. Because you don't go to the highs, the highs, to the lows. You want to stay up there. And they were able to do that. And you're right. The cliffhanger at the end with Drew McIntyre. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll have to, like you said, tune in next week to find out what's going to happen. And then we're going to get the draft. And then the draft, you're going to have to tune into the draft, Bully. Because now you're going to have to figure out where everybody's going and what new feuds we're going to see. And you're starting to see resets to some of these characters. And we'll get into it later in the show with Saina Baszler. Even Karrion Cross. now, I'm not thinking of the Karrion Cross in NXT anymore. It's been weeks he's been on the main roster. So the Karrion Cross from the NXT that we bitched and moaned about as far as what we've been seeing on Monday Night Raw, it's the thing of the past, Bully. Because now he's embracing this new character. He's giving it his all. So we should embrace this new character too because it's what we're going to see moving forward. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show though for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Chelsea, good morning to you. Woo, and it's National Beer Drinking Day. I'm in. We waited. This is, do we, do you think we do this stuff on accident? It's on purpose that we have you on, on National Drink Beer Day. I love it. It's so fitting. All right, let me Chelsea, ask you. Chelsea, no, 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 forget it. I got to right. ask Chelsea a question. I got it. I got it. I got it. Chelsea, what is it like living with, being engaged to, spending every waking minute of your day with a Star Wars nerd like Matt Cardona? With a man-child is, I think, the proper Ah. terms. Um, Look, I never thought in my life that my house would be full of action figures and life-size Han Solos, but here we are. I think I will take action figures and nerdy shit over drugs and porn. That's really what I'm thinking of. You might want to second guess that that one. I don't know. Drugs are boring. <laughs> you know what, Chelsea? I got it too. I, right, I, Dave? I have, yeah, I, listen, I'm not going to go there. And don't take any advice from me because I'm on my third marriage, Chelsea. But, but, but you got to take hold here. Seriously. Like, you know, I'm glad that we have the opportunity to talk because you need to take hold. All right. It's one thing going out, one thing being engaged. But once the I do's happen... You really got it. This this Star Wars shit's got to go. The action well, figures look, and all I don't this. Even, I I never even watched a Star Wars before I got. Fuck with it, because they suck. Because yes, they suck, Chelsea. Know. They're awful. It's just I, Star Wars. It's not the Star Wars. Yeah, I don't watch the Star Wars either. <laughs> I go. I'll go to the movies for the buttery popcorn. I'm not going for the Star Wars shit, but I will go for the buttery popcorn. Yes, and and like everybody loves movie theater popcorn. There's no doubt about it. But like, but but you you have to lay down the law now and said, all right, you know what, honey, I get it. You're a man child. You're a nerd. We I I get it. I understand it. But now this is this is my home. 
This is my home now. And all this shit goes in boxes and goes in a storage bin someplace. Because Can now... You imagine? Can you imagine if I did that? Oh, my God. I would be divorced quicker than you could Please. say fucking Ghostbusters. Please. Where's he going? <laughs> where, uh, Chelsea, where, Chelsea, where's he going? He's not going to find anybody better than you. You're number one. He's, you got him. You got him in two places. And I'm not going to mention where those two places are. You got him. So you make the rule. You set the rules. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know why I momentarily forgot that. And there plus you, go. you got and plus you got Effie on the back burner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Now, enough I, about Cardona. I, yeah, enough about him because we, we don't want to lose listeners. Um but let's, <laughs> but, Cardona's no, a but jobber. Really, last one last thing about about Matt. I I gotta ask you. This whole stuff with the, you know, GCW and everything, the pizza cutter to the head. There had, I mean, were you like, oh my God, what is he doing? What are you, what are you doing? Because we got picked, we got to take our engagement picker, pictures and you're getting cut up with, with, with a pizza cutter. So at first I was totally behind it. Um, and then as it got closer to the day, I definitely had regrets because all of his friends we're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I thought to myself, like, well, wait a second. Was I just being very um, easygoing about all this shit? Like, is he going to come home and have one eyeball dangling out of him? And, but, <laughs> but, you know, once I started watching it, look, I did not enjoy watching that. Absolutely not. There is no female on earth that wants to watch her partner be cut open by a pizza cutter and light tubes. But once it was done... And the blood was cleared, and I cleaned up a lot of that shit. I was like, okay, you know what? It was worth it. It was absolutely worth it because didn't we all have a, a vision in our mind of who Matt or Zach Ryder was? Nobody pictured him doing something like this. He needed something to change people's opinion of the of the permanent baby face that he was. And no, and it did. And it, and it did, Chelsea. You're absolutely right. It did change people's perception. And, and I think, you know, like you, I think everybody is glad that he was able to do that. And he came out okay, and he looks better for it. All right, let's get into you because there's a, there's a lot to talk about with you, about your career, not just in the ring, but I'm a fan of the podcast. Uh, Green with Envy oh, that's available you. on Apple and, and I listen to it on Apple and the reason that I love it and then you dabble in wrestling but you just talk about like your personal life your likes your dis dislikes I think it's a must listen it's the perfect time it's about 40 40 minutes long each yep. week so I, I really dig the podcast thank you well you know my immediate thought when I when I got released and wanted to do a podcast was I'm trying to do something that is going to bring listeners in from other avenues because we have this weird problem where we are stuck in the bubble and it is so hard to get out of that wrestling bubble. And I knew that Barstool Sports was possibly looking for another podcast after losing Call Her Daddy. So I thought, okay, let me try to fill that void in my own way. And then if they ever want somebody, I'm there I talk about everything, embarrassing stories, sex stories, relationship stuff. And, you know, I still do touch a little bit on wrestling so that the, the people who have followed me through this wrestling journey at least 
you know, they don't think I'm just totally trying to put wrestling to the side. I'm, I'm still incorporating it. So I have a lot of fun every week um, telling my embarrassing stories. <laughs> Chelsea, for those fans out there who might not be up to speed on your correct wrestling career, what do you have going on right now? T- you know, tell everybody about where they can find you and why you end up there. I mean, I saw you in Impact. I saw you in Ring of Honor. How did all this stuff come to fruition? It it has been insane. So I got uh, released from WWE mid-April, and I was already in talks by the end of April with NWA, Impact Wrestling, and Ring of Honor. Um, you know, I think immediately people thought that I was going to go straight from WWE to AEW, but one thing I wanted to do before I signed any contract, no matter where it was, um, I wanted to make sure that I checked things off my bucket list And, of course, I had already been to Impact for um, a couple of years, and I was the Knockouts champion there. But I wanted to go back to be with Matt and do some tag team stuff with him. And then Ring of Honor was on my bucket list for years, and I was never able to get there. So I definitely wanted to do Ring of Honor. And then with um, NWA being so hot right now, I mean, they are, like, totally back on the map and totally thriving, and they're having these amazing wrestlers come in and out. So – I had to put them on my bucket list. Um, So, I mean, I feel like this is the best case scenario because I'm everywhere. And whether you love me or hate me, you cannot turn on wrestling right now and not see me somewhere. Talk talk to us about your experience at uh, the NWA, NWA Empower. Um, What was it like for you to be in that ring? Um, What was it like for you to be a part of that locker room? Oh my gosh. I mean, the locker room was amazing because, and I, I've said this a couple of times, but I really think it was a lot like that very first all in locker room where we were all coming together, fully knowing that we had everything against us, but we wanted to put on the best show ever. That's how I felt at all in. And then when I went out in the crowd, it was like all of the fans were there for the same reason that we were there to support us and to say, you know, fuck these big companies. We can do it too. And we can be successful too. Um, And that's what all in was like. And then years later, empower was like, and even the NWA pay-per-view the next night as well. But empower was just this. I don't know if we'll ever have another moment like that. I mean, being somewhere with so much history, like the chase ballroom and, wrestling for a company with so much history like nwa and then it being all girls and then me being in the main event of an all-female pay-per-view that's something that as a female in wrestling we look forward to our entire lives because main eventing a woman's pay-per-view means that someone in the back thought that you were worthy that you were one of the best females out there to carry that that show and um So that was, I mean, it was a lot of pressure, but I feel like um, after the stuff I've done in my career, like that's what I needed to bring my confidence back. So you got your confidence back. You're with, you've appeared for the NWA. You've appeared for Ring of Honor. You've appeared for Impact. But in order for you to appear in these three different companies and do all the things that you are doing currently, something, uh, a door had to close for you. And that door that closed for you was the WWE door. Did you see it closing 
Were you did did you expect it? How did you feel about it? Give us your true and honest feelings about your entire time with the WWE and the eventual end of the run. Honestly, I did not see it coming. There was not one part of me that I actually the funny thing is, I actually so I got fired on like maybe a Wednesday. I had my outfit sitting out for Friday because um, I had been consistently showing up, like, you know, getting TV ready, sitting my ass in, in the car, driving to Tampa, and showing up at Raws and SmackDowns to try to get booked. Um, my arm had been fine. You know, I had previously broken it. My arm had been fine. I had been cleared for about two months. So I had been showing up to TVs ready to go with my uh, gear in my car. Um, so when that call came, I it was about three days after I had actually contacted the office to say, hey, surprise, it's me again. I have another idea. I'm coming to TV on Friday to pitch it to you guys. Um, so I had no clue. Um, I think my initial reaction was that I had no reaction, and I just got down to business, and I opened up my pressing tea store, and I contacted Bring of Honor and NWA and Impact and stuff. But then later on, I think, slowly as time has gone by it's been one of I just think it was a missed opportunity and I'm I'm a little upset but I think I'm more pissed about it I'm pissed that you know I was at the top of my game I was the knockouts champion I was main eventing lucha underground um they chose me to be one of four females in all in and then and then I sat for two years or almost two and a half years and a lot of people are blaming that on my arm, but I broke my arm for six weeks out of those two and a half years. That's no excuse. Absolutely so, no excuse to not use somebody. So Chelsea, you talked about how you would call the office and say, Hey, surprise, it's me. I'm coming to Tampa to bounce another idea off of you. Just knowing the way they think, do you think they started to look at you as a bit of a pest and maybe they just wanted you to sit home until they came up with something for you. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely think that. But then, you know, that's not the type of person that I am. And uh, when I, when I did have my meeting with Vince, he was very appreciative of all of the ideas. So I have to think that he is okay with the ideas. It's the, maze that you have to get through to get to him and those are all the people that are annoyed along the way and I don't blame them I mean imagine how many people are in that company and I'm one of 200 people on the main roster you know spitballing ideas to them weekly like I probably gave them three ideas a week that's got to be annoying so now that you're out of that circle and like you said, all that time of inactivity, I'm sure that's a big reason why we're seeing you with impact with ring of honor. You know, we're, we're seeing you with the NWA. You have the pot, like you have your hands on, in, on so many different things. That's probably because of all that long period of inactivity. I mean, it, it, it was inactivity and it was also like the COVID just sitting around, not being able to do anything. And then of course, when you're, contracted with a big company you can't just have a podcast or yeah. open it a patreon right like our hands are tied so the minute that those handcuffs were off i wasn't gonna sit i had the past year to think about all the things i could do if i wasn't with wwe so it would be so hypocritical for me to not go 
and put those thoughts into action. When you look at, you spent some time with the NWA, Ring of Honor, Impact. When you look at those three companies right now, and you've spent a little bit of time there, which is the best fit for you right now? Where do you think your character works the best? And who out there would you like to tell some stories with and be in the ring with? So it's funny because right now all three are offering me completely different things, which is very strange. Impact has, I feel like it's it's been home for me. It's a comfortable place to go to. I walk in, I know everybody, my fiance is there. However, you know, then I've got NWA and Billy said to me, do whatever you want. You want to do the hot mess and you want to try it in a different way. Fuck, go out there and do it. I don't care. I support you. I've never had that in wrestling, you know? So I didn't, I I was like so shocked when I heard someone say, I trust you and just go do what you want. So that was amazing. But I, I really think that right now, Ring of Honor has been like this, company I've never worked for. I've always like longed to be there. I respect every single talent in that locker room. And, and, you know, um, Delirious is one of the most amazing wrestlers and Maria Kanellis being um, kind of the backing or the backbone of the women's division. I kind of feel like I have the most to offer to ring of honor. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think that my heart is going in that direction of course, I want to go and, and wrestle Brit at AEW. Like, I feel like that is probably where everyone saw me ending up. Um, and so if I do ever go there and if I do ever get that feud or, and, and, or maybe even that tag team that Brit and I used to have at AEW – um, I think that people won't be surprised and it will be like a, a, a good little treat for the fans. But right now, I really do think, I'm thinking Ring of Honor might be my home. This is kind of interesting, Dave, because we don't have many people, if any people, uh, who come on the show, who are in a situation like Chelsea's in, who are actually saying, yeah, Ring of Honor is the place for yeah. me. It's true. I mean, and it's w- just like, it really is. It wasn't overlooked a couple of years ago, but with the pandemic, it's been so so overlooked. And so when I'm sitting there and I'm watching these matches, you know, as we're taping them, I sit there and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even know about this guy. What was I thinking? My head was up my ass thinking that the only good wrestlers were, um, you know, on primetime TV. Like, no, this, this roster at Ring of Honor is stacked and stacked with people who could be anywhere doing anything. When I get to sit in the locker room with the Briscoes and I get to pick their brain and chat with them, like that, you know, that's huge. Now I mean, you a, understand what they're a, saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But then we get Chelsea. She, Chelsea comes going to ring and then we go crazy. I hit the diamond and then my brother Mark come in. We do this. And then the hot mess all over the place. And then, then we're rocking like that. Does that kind of sound familiar? That's how it sounds, right? <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I was put right back in the the fucking Philly arena with them like two weeks ago. That's exactly where you just put me. <laughs> so the 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 hot mess is such a gimmicky gimmick that I think we've all appreciated and enjoyed and what you're able to do with it. 
but then you're saying that you want to go to a company that prides itself on its wrestling, 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 and is very limited on gimmicks. So when you look at the women's roster, yeah, I agree with you. The men in Ring of Honor are off the charts. But when I look at the women's division, obviously the standout is Angelina Love. Angelina Love is one of the greatest things about women's um, wrestling that like, the wrestling business has almost forgotten about because she's in Ring of Honor. So other than Angelina, who could you see yourself gelling with there? I mean, I have uh, gotten in the ring a couple times with the new champ, Roxy, and she's going to be huge. You guys... If people don't know who Roxy is, they are going to have the fucking surprise of their life when they watch this girl. This girl is going to be the next, well, I mean, the next AJ Lee or Paige or Angelina Love. But, like, she is so good, and she's, like, 20 years old. Like, there are people that that we're just not getting to see. Um, And once the world sees them, it's, it's going to be it's going to be pretty eye-opening. Yeah, and I'm hoping that Ring of Honor gets the opportunity with their TV to be seen in more places at better times so people can see that Ring of Honor product. Uh Chelsea, let's let's get, I want to get I want to get back into you being on Why did it take you so long to be a guest here on Busted Open? I'm curious. <laughs> Okay, well, I want to know that. Why don't you guys tell me? Because I was seeing, oh, my God, Deanna's been on like 10 weeks in a row, and my ass can't even get on for the first time. Well, you know, sister, all you got to do is pick up the phone and call us, and, you know, and we'll get you on. Are you trying to say that this is more of an Ed Robinson thing, our producer, that our producer dropped the ball by not getting in touch with you? (laughs) Well, now I've got your direct number, and – you know, like uh, everyone at WWE, you're going to regret giving that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? No, no, no. LaGreca will take your phone call at any time during the night. You call <laughs> David at 3 in the morning, he'll roll over and be like, Violetta, Violetta, Chelsea Green is calling me. I got to take this phone call. Uh, yeah, that, that, that'll that go over well. Um, but, but seriously, like, you got to, with impact, man, you talk about, you know, Deanna Perrazzo talking trash and Tasha Steve. You know, I try to be nice, Chelsea, and you you get that vibe from me being on the show right now. People take advantage of my kindness, like Deanna and Tasha. But Bully, I was nothing but nice to the both of them. I'm big fans of them. I pumped them up. And then the, the second they have an opportunity, they stab me in the back and they talk all this shit on social media. Were you seeing that, Bully, all the shit they were talking on social media? Dave, in one way, shape, or form, you do have a way with women. But Chelsea saved it. Then Chelsea's like, put me on. You know? Come on. And, and look how great this interview. nice to you. Yeah, you don't even have to be nice to me. It doesn't matter. You're a good interview. Look how good we've been talking here for 20 minutes. I still have eight questions I want to ask you for God crying out loud. And you Did curse. You I love that. She... I love the cursing, bully. I about don't know four about F-bombs I already. Lo- I love it. I love it. She's got a. Oh, and that's a why. I... You know, if you listen to my podcast, you know I just start talking and I, it, I've got a potty mouth. I can't help it. I love it. That's why I like Green with Envy. And you go there. You go to those topics that might be a little bit embarrassing. You don't give a fuck. You're like, I don't care. No, not at These all. are my fans. <laughs> Chelsea, maybe. Fan, and, if, and if you're not, then fuck you. I don't care. Don't listen. See? Oh, 
Oh. And there you have it. Chelsea, maybe <laughs> you should have Dave LaGreca on your podcast. She doesn't do okay, guests. You, uh, yeah, we got to get into, you know, the nitty gritty topics, though. Are you willing to do that? Uh, you know what, Chelsea, since you're on this show and you know what, you're you're now part of the nation, your family. Ask me anything. I'll, I, 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 you, Ooh, can we, can, can yeah. we get a sample question right here on Busted Open? Chelsea, ask Dave a question right now that you would ask him on your podcast, but make it a good juicy one. Okay, Dave. Have you or would you ever consider having multiple sexual partners at the same time? We're talking three or more. Well, <laughs> goody, goody, well goody, goody. you got to answer it. you got to answer it. Well, Chelsea, being that – now, Chelsea, I don't, I don't know how much you listen to this show, but I am – I'm a married man. I am married to the yeah. lovely Violetta who has the tastiest yeah. pierogi of any – woman ever she's her pierogi is soft and warm and it's just it's it's so damn tasty so really once you've had violetta's pierogi you don't go anywhere else so i am happy just having the lovely violetta as my wife and that's all you know what and that's we love that for you we absolutely love it you've got the feast of your life in front of you you can't go out and try to get fast food when you got the best ukrainian feast in front of you why, you know, why buy a Whopper when you have, you know, when you have filet mignon at home? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Cheers to that. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe we could, you know, introduce, you know, Chelsea to Violetta and, you know, they can compare the pierogi to the poutine. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, bully. Po- but- you don't know what poutine is? <laughs> Chelsea, smarten this kid up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.